0: welcome to trust and believe i'm your host shanti today on this prideful uh podcast we're going to talk about all things pride we're going to talk about gay 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 and we're going to talk about us just being humans and who we are and why we love ourselves so buckle up kids this is going to be a crazy one enjoy it and i'm about to win some money he potentially will win some money if he doesn't overtalk me one more time.
1: Cause I'm gonna like overtalk him. It's gonna happen a lot on this podcast. Welcome to Trust and Believe. Somebody says, oh, yeah. no, no, no. What's up? better than Come on, This is Sean T and it's time to trust and believe.
0: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Trust and Believe. My name is Sean T. Thanks for joining the podcast today. Today, my guest host or guest is my husband, Scott Photobombs, a.k.a. Scotty Rocks, a.k.a. my, a.k.a. a.k.a. my husband,
1: Keep Welcome going. to the show. Thank you. Thank How you, are you today?
0: Me. Happy Pride. Well,
1: I've just been sitting in a casita on my computer. Really? Making phone calls. It sounds like a very productive still, day. Still wanting to make bottles for the boys. Yep. You know, those things. Totally you know, get it. You a know, because, normal a normal Scott photo because, bombs kind of day.
0: You know what I've been doing is running around, shaking my ass around the, the Transformation Center, making mm-hmm. people laugh, you know, fixing my hair, and then doing a TikTok. So, I mean, it's been... I've been very, very busy here uh, at Team Shanti. Good. So, did you crunch numbers today? How, first and foremost, happy Pride. Happy Pride. What does Pride Month mean to you? It means. Does it mean anything?
1: Yes! It means being gay! <laughs> like gay. I'm watching RuPaul's drag race! <laughs> If you haven't noticed, we are changing role, we're changing role-playing role playing here. I was just Scott. So
0: who is your favorite drag queen?
1: b um, beside Bia- RuPaul. Bianca know? Del Rio. And? Shangela. Perfect,
0: because we got to throw some Shang in
1: there. <laughs> yeah. Because we
0: did chat with her. Uh, so what do you like about Bianca? Like, what makes her special? I actually don't know who she is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good one. That was a good guess. I have no idea who she is. Asked. But do you know who my favorite drag queen is? Who? Besides Shangela, who? Okay. Who? No, I'm, I'm really Sean. I'm back to being Sean. Oh, Shawn. you're back to being Shanti. Um, uh,
0: Who's your favorite drag queen? Um, uh, Yeah, it's um, she does the, she walks out of the car and does the same song every and over and over and over and over. Not the same song, same well, video, same different same video, song. it's different walking. Or she walks, it's the same video, but a different Do you know song. her name? Uh, Yes, I do, because I saw her plastic Tierra.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: You know, Pride Month is a great month, right, for us. What is, and I want to know, I know what it means to me, but what does it actually mean?
1: Well, I already answered that on this podcast, so you should probably answer that for yourself.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I thought this was my show. I guess we've (laughs) we've changed things up a little bit here. Uh, Pride Month means to me that I think this is the first year that I've really kind of been like, I'm going to wear rainbows every single day of the year. Every, yes! every single day of the month P- because uh, I feel like I'm um, attaching to it this year for the first time. Whereas I might have last year, whatever. I still I feel like I can wear rainbows now around, you know, the United States or wherever because we're traveling a little bit more. Not the United States. And and it's okay and that people are, are not really worried or I'm not worried about being teased or being bullied or punched or whatever. And actually I'm getting people are like, oh my God, I really like your shirt. Oh my God, you know, I really like your sweatshirt. In fact, when we were in Burbank, I don't know, two weeks ago, whatever, I was wearing a Nike and it was rainbow Nike down the front. And a woman came up to me, she's like, oh my God, is that a Nike pride shirt? And I was so thrown. She was so excited. Come to find out her and her partner, I'm assuming her partner, were sitting in front of us uh, on the flight back to Phoenix. For those who might've missed the earlier podcast...
1: What does it mean to you? Well, the only person I would miss my earlier podcast is you. But um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. i That tone really has to I'm going to keep change. this very short because, you know, I don't like I, repeating myself. I'm totally
0: fine with keeping it short. But because anyway. Because there are other short things. That I don't
1: know. Like this month, I mean, this year specifically, for me, Pride is about, like, helping other people celebrate Pride. Like, I already know what it's like to be proud. I'm not afraid to be bullied. Pretty much never was after I was bullied when I was super young. I, you know, I know what it's like to not give a fuck if somebody sees me wearing a rainbow flag. But for me, there are a lot of people out there who are afraid of that. And Mm -hmm. so Pride Month this year, to me, means to be loud and proud for other people just to, like, in some way, pave the way. I think that, you know, there's... You know, we've interviewed some really great guests on the podcast this month. I don't know, like, I think sometimes... Like I heard someone say the other day, like, all these businesses are now only, you know, getting people to do pride because of money. And I'm just like, but that's kind of annoying because instead of saying that, okay, maybe they are doing it for money. But you know what? They're bringing awareness to, you know, gay pride. And, you know, maybe they didn't do it last year. And now they're doing it one month of the year instead of zero. All right. And if they're making money, at least they're making a rainbow rainbow flag or the trans flag, or whatever flag they're using, at least they're making it more prominent and normal. And I hate the word normal, but they're normalizing it for for people out there. I mean, I'm just like, it is so crazy to me. So yesterday I did a TikTok where all these women, including my friend Lizzo, were using these um, incredible filters. And there's this filter, and it makes women go from like, I think, I I think people are beautiful anyway, but it makes them go from like not having makeup on to having this beautiful filtered makeup. And some person in my comment was just like, remember God loves you and
0: whatever, whatever. Cause
1: you forgot. That's why you, you and I was like, I was like, yeah. Oh, I forgot that God loves me. Number one. And number two, when's the last time you taught the God? like for real, (laughs) like have you ever met God before? So it's just like, it's just those things. There are so many people out there who still, for some reason, think that everybody was supposed to be made the same exact way. And uh, it just annoys me. So I'm glad that all these companies are make normalizing the, f- the flags, the different flags that we have. And,
0: you know. So I have um, another question you are someone that really portrays a lot of um, confidence and self just love. Uh, when was there a time sh- that you felt vulnerable and how can you help? What would you, what would be like a one? So this is a two part question. When was the last time you felt vulnerable about yourself because of who you are mm. and when, and what did you do to help you get over that vulnerability or Or what can you suggest to someone who's potentially feeling that vulnerability about themselves?
1: My vulnerability mostly doesn't come from being gay or anything. It mostly comes from being in a fitness community. And, you know, I'm getting older and I don't necessarily have the body that I think I used to have a bitch. I'm still fine. And the reason why I ended it that way is because that's how I think at the end of every thought. I'm just like... What you going to do? This may not be like the motivational, inspirational way of thinking, but I'm like, what you going to do? You're either, you know, in in terms of like fitness, right? I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, what you going to do? Like, could I I have bigger muscles? Absolutely. Would I enjoy getting bigger muscles? Absolutely not. Could I be 4% body fat? Absolutely. Would I enjoy the process of getting a 4.1%, 4% body fat? Absolutely not. At this moment, for me right now, the way to combat uh, insecurity is I ask myself the question: Are you doing what you love to do as best you can do every single day in those ways? And I'm like, I'm ab- I'm absolutely doing that. I am living like yesterday. I did you know I did um, asylum strength, and I did I only did thirty minutes. You know, and I'm watching Asylum and I'm seeing 30-year-old Shanti or 31-year-old, however old I was. And I'm like, oh my God, like he was 4.1% body fat. And I saw these like muscles and all this stuff. And I was just like, but do you know what I had to do to be that ripped? Like that, it was, it's so crazy. And then I look in the mirror later and I'm just like, bitch, you fine. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, you're 13 years older. And still look great, and I took you know I took a picture yesterday. I'm like, and it's, the crazy thing is, while there's I don't know what the, my body fat percentage is at the moment, but I'm also I would much rather look like I do now because if I look at myself from the outside in, I'd hit it, right? Oh. I'd hit it, right? I did it. Oh. <laughs> so anyway that's what you get when Scott's on my podcast y'all but uh but anyway so that's I'm that was mostly about fitness but when it comes to your life or insecurity about who you are it's kind of like the tough love situation is like but but like you but this is who you are you know and there are a lot of people and I'm gonna get into a subject that people are not gonna like but you know there are a lot of people who change their lips because they don't think their lips are big enough or they don't think their lips are sexy or they get you know, implants and I'm, I love it. Like, I'm like, go ahead, do you. But if you're doing it, if I I think a lot of times if you're doing it because you want to look good for other people, I think that's kind of like, that's the only time where I I feel like that's where it can go wrong. Because, you know, if you're doing it because like, I want to look good for me, I want to feel confident is great. But I feel like a lot of times, you know, our lack of confidence comes from what we think other people think of us and i just really believe that when you make decisions to do things like you know change who you are or when you're sad about who you are is it because you want to feel better about yourself and you want to change who you are or are you really focused on other people because when i was thinking that oh i'm a fitness person and these people aren't going to look at me as a fitness guy because i'm not 4% body fat i'm like this is bullshit because i'm if i'm constantly trying to please them i'm never going to please them even if i am 4% body fat but you know, you know, but if I take someone who's trans, right? If you ask, I mean all the trans people that I've actually spoken with or 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 kind of followed, they it is something about themselves. It is something that they it is like a really personal thing to make them feel like they're a human being and they are living their best life and they are living their most authentic life. So, I think the best way to get out of a rut in any way is: Am I doing this for me? Like, am I looking in the mirror and I'm am I gonna be happy because I did this for me? Not am I waiting this is you know is is Alex gonna think I'm cute in this outfit? Like, even if I don't know if Alex think I'm gonna be cute for the for those of you who don't know Alex, but you should know Alex. Just go research Shanti <laughs> and Alex. So you'll know who Alex Alex's is. Power, but. You know, make, I, you know, there could be a time when she doesn't necessarily like the outfit I have on, but I'm gonna be like, girl, I'm fine in this outfit. <laughs> you know, like because my excitement I think is gonna make her excited about what I look like. You I, know, so like Yeah, yeah. Very
0: true. But but I'm what I'm trying to figure out is or maybe convey is that, that how do people feel that so much about them that that I'm fine as shit. About them when they're struggling with, you know, they look at their lips every single day and
1: they're like, oh, I hate my lips. I hate my lips. You used to say, I hate
0: my face. So how did you get over that?
1: Because I stopped looking at my face at what other people thought of my face because I was comparing my face to your fucking face, (laughs) which is like this chiseled, you know. But like My whole body hangs up these cheekbones. Right. And I'm, right. My whole body. You know, but I'm looking at you. And I'm like, but if I saw me, like, if I saw another guy that had a fuller looking face or whatever, I would think they were fine. But I'm thinking like this is what, like, it's supposed to look like, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm, you know,
0: I also think that one, uh, one thing that people don't realize, and this goes back to the story I always tell about when we're, you know, in the car and your mom is on the speaker phone and she says, you know, Artiana came home crying. I always refer to the story, and she said, you know. You don't, uh, this person was, doesn't want to be your friend anymore. And Artiano's mad and upset about it. And she's like, there are plenty of other fish in the sea. Like there, you don't need to worry about them because to me, that was such a profound moment because I then am um, realizing I don't like this person. I don't want to hang out with this person. I do want to spend time with this person and I do want to So it's like of these four people, I don't like two of them. I like two of them. So what, why do I need all four of these people to like me? And everything about me, when I don't like half of them, and I don't like parts of these things that of this other person is. So, why is the expectation so much higher for yourself than it is for other people? Just a little moment. I'm hoping by saying that someone will hear that and think, "Oh, wait," will have the epiphany that I did, and say, "Oh, I don't like all. I don't like everyone. So, why would I expect everyone to like me?" So, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, moving on with the theme of acceptance. Um, what are your thoughts on on how society accepts or perceives the LGBT, LGBTQIA Plus. community these days?
1: Can I make a joke? Yeah. You mean the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ community? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to know I'm how gonna many letters we're going to add to it. We're going to add as many as we can. What is my, I don't know what you mean. So, like-
0: So back when I was growing up, back in 1864 there were no gays (laughs) and there were no one and anyone that that was was oh that's just bev and and joe they're sick they're you know or they they live together they're friends they've been best friends for years and now there's there's this acceptance of the of the of the maybe the united states i'll say the world for people to be able to be themselves Mm -hmm. how um not necessarily that it's changed but how do you feel it is uh, with today and how people are able to be themselves? Is there is there an
1: overall acceptance? I just think that, I think people are still the same. I think people, I mean, there's still, you know, social groups, religious, religion groups. I mean, there's always going to be people who don't like people because they don't follow what this book says, or they don't follow what, you know, they were raised to think it's always going to be that. I think the only difference now is that we are and have created an army of people where you're not going to be the only one in, in the restaurant that's gay, you know? And so before, like what you're saying back in the day, because you couldn't be gay because you would get ridiculed or get kicked out of a restaurant or someone would think that you would, you know, they would drink after you and they would, be gay because they, you know, you know, ate off the same fork, you know, it's not like that anymore because so many people are expressing that. And so I don't think society is any more accepting on purpose. I think that there are just more people. Cause if when, one of the reasons why I wanted to move to San Francisco when I was younger is because it was the gay capital of the world And then it was like, oh, I can move to L.A. And now I live in Mesa, Arizona. And I, you know, I go to the restaurant and three or four of the servers in this, you know, very conservative town is gay. Right. So I who knows what people think when they see us. But only thing that I know is the the people who. I frequent at a Dunkin' Donuts or at a at a, a diner or wherever I go, they look at me as like, oh, Sean T. And then I say, you know, my husband. And I think that, you know, it's like, oh, do I do I've never encountered any like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe you're gay or whatever. So maybe 15 years ago some of these people would have thought that way. But I just think that because there's so many people out there. Who you work with i think that everybody's family mem- family has someone that's gay in there and i just think it's you know i think I, I don't i think people still think the same way i just think that they keep their their minds are a little bit more open to it because they encounter gay people more i more. think i had this thought uh in the casita while i was
0: crunching numbers and uh, working on my computer that um i think uh you know back in the day um there were people, You, if you were gay, you were either like a sexual deviant or you were like a child molester, right? Because we fast. Right, but that was the thought. And I think because over time, <laughs> more people, they've realized, oh, the gays aren't that bad. Like, they're not going to take my child and, and you know, run them up to, to Idaho or something like that. They're going to, they're just people who want to be, have their best life and live their best life, right? So that, because... People's stereotypes have dropped a little bit. You also get people who feel more comfortable to speak their mind and feel comfortable. There's something about knowing that someone has your back, like what you said. If you're in the restaurant and someone is coming at me because I'm gay, there's enough. There's other people in the restaurant that are gay that would have my back if
1: something were. Or to they have down. a gay child, or they right. have a gay friend, or right. they have a gay you a parent. Right. I think the other thing is. This is probably not going to go in line with your question, but I'm going to say it anyway. The other thing is that's always annoyed me about having to not be gay, but, like, having to live this life of, like, oh, my gosh, that person's different. Is because whether you're straight or whether you're gay or bi or whatever your sexual orientation is, I can choose a group of people from those different groups Like, there are some people that are, like, you know, male chauvinistic pigs that are straight that, like, scream out and make women feel uncomfortable. Or they're, like, there's so many different people out there that I'm, like, the same people who are ridiculing gay people are in this group. And it's, like, let's say it's 50 of them. And there could be 10 of these people that are like abusing their kids or something right and it's like it's like one of those things where the mob like mentality where let's gang up on the people who are different from us in this way when really if you take any group of people, none of no one's perfect. We're all like we're all on the same playing field we're all living the same way. And there's, you know, there's really amazing gay people and there's really sucky gay people. There's really amazing yeah. straight people. There's really sucky straight people. Yeah. So, you know, while I love the gay flag and I love, you know, whatever, I just hope, which I don't think there ever will be, but I think we're getting closer to a point in time where it is, it is what it is. And I think it's, it's happening.
0: But. What can I do to be supportive of a friend or an ally, to be an ally of the community? What's specific, what? What's one thing that they
1: could do? Well, I'm gonna go hood shanty first. What a surprise! Stop being an asshole. Like, stop acting like you're better than them. Because the only reason why you look down upon gay people, if you are that person or someone, is because they think that they're better than you, and or or they think that they're better than gay people, and they're not. You know, like that to me, that's the biggest way to be an ally is just to literally stop thinking that you're better or that a gay person or trans person or, you know, a bi person or polyamorous, whatever their sexual orientation is, um, you know, just stop thinking. I, I, I know there's a lot of groups out there and, you know, there's a lot of things out there that people can do and organizations that people can join and and donate money to. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, it, the best way to be an ally is to stop being an asshole, stop thinking you're better than. And if you know somebody who is gay or struggling, be their friend, you know, be their friend and not, you know, exacerbate them feeling worse.
0: I like that. Thanks. Um, So uh, one of the other questions that I want to ask is, you know, people are like, what's it like being a gay dad? And I'm like, "Uh, well, it's just the same as being a dad. How do you do you do you ever roll your eyes at the moniker or the label of gay? I don't
1: really roll my eyes at the label of it because it is what it is. I think just the, the idea that I have to be different because I'm gay is the annoying part. Just like you said, like, what's it like being a gay dad? I'm like, bitch, I never, my dad, my dad threw my mom out the bathroom window when she was seven months pregnant with me. And I never met him to this day. So what's it like being an abusive straight dad? You yeah, know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. it's kind of like, what do you mean? What's it like? being? I'm, I'm loving my kid the same exact way that a loving parent should. And I don't know the difference because I'm gay. I don't think I love my kid any differently than, you know, Brian Nelson yeah. loves his son. You know, we hang out with them all the time. He loves Kate in the same way that, you know, you and I love Silas and Sander. And if you really think about it, we love, I think we, guys, a good parent loves, a male loves their kid the same way as a great mom does. Like, I don't, why do we have to always be like, oh mom's mom's oh, yeah. love hit different I don't know if it does it really like does it really or does it is it I, just the relationship that you have with that person yeah you know it's just the relationship that you have with your child because there's probably a dad out there that loves their child the same way that that mom over there does and vice versa so um that's the only time labels like really get like get on my nerves you know me being gay is the only thing that makes me different about being gay me i can only speak for me as gay people can speak for trans or bi or whatever but is because like i like having sex with men that is it and there are a lot of men out there men straight men like having sex with women after that there's literally nothing different i take you know I take Steve, for instance, my Hair. friend Steve, aka Hare. Mm-hmm. Hare thinks that he's the only one that knows about baseball out there. <laughs> the only thing that makes me and Hare like different. I mean, yeah, he loves baseball. I don't love it as much. But you know, I know about baseball. But and I'm using this as an example. I love sports. Hare loves sports. The only thing is he just happens to be about to marry Alex and I'm married to you. There's nothing else different. I mean, there's plenty of right, different right. things about us. There's right. plenty of different things, you know? and But I just think that we have different interests because we're different people. And gay is the only thing that makes us... I mean our who we want to have sex with or be in a relationship with is the only thing that makes us different like we don't love differently so then if that is the
0: thought that you're having should we then have a pride month a month a month where we celebrate
1: this community the reason the only reason why I believe we should still have a pride month is because there are still people out there that don't that look at people as being gay as wrong or bad. And that way of thinking is not allowing people to live their best lives. So for me, being able to celebrate Pride Month is now, in a positive way, you know, it's in the face of people who don't accept it or who don't understand it or who want to ignore it. It's like, no, this exists because your child right now could be in their room going through a a tremendous amount of mental health issues Simply because you don't want to love them and accept them because of who they want to be in a relationship with or, you know, who they just are. And so that's why it's important. And then there are some people that's like, we need a month for, there's, there's something going on TikTok. Like, we need a month for active military. Like, we don't even have that. And I'm like, actually, it was May. <laughs> there's a whole month. You know, we... We, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, if I knew people that were celebrating that, I would be like, absolutely. Like there's a, there's black history month. You know, there are some people like we shouldn't have black history month. I'm like, well, a lot of what we learned in black history in, in school, number one, we didn't learn. We haven't learned 80% of what happened. And number two, a lot of what we learn is a little bit wrong, you know? (laughs) So I think these months, not just pride, I just think, you know, we also had May was Mental Health Awareness Month. I think that it it was incredible on social media to see a lot of celebrities like actually talk about their mental health, and it it normalizes it so that people know that they can speak out and they can they can be true to who they are. And so, yes, that's why I think I'm I'm not saying we need a Pride Month because we need to be treated better. I say we need a Pride Month so people can know that they can treat us the same as everyone else. Because if you see two a man and a woman kissing outside the airport and they're like, oh my gosh, no one, well, there's still going to be people that turn up like, oh my God, PDA. But at the end of the day, no one's turning their nose up that a man and a woman are kissing. But when me and you kiss outside the airport, you know, there might be people like, oh my God, or they like cover their kids' eyes. And I'm like, Why? You know, your kid's not going to end up gay just because they, you know, whatever. So facts anyway. on facts on
0: facts. I just think it's important because I know that um, what I learned in school about uh, black history, uh, I learned more in during Black History Month uh, because I had friends educate me about, you know, things just about black history. In February, one year when I was playing professional soccer, drink, uh, than I did in my entire uh, history classes in, in college, in high school. So I, I think it was that, like,
1: you know, I, I don't – there's – there I think even myself have learned a tremendous more, a lot more about uh, black history, you know, since last year, since, you know, Floyd, George Floyd got murdered and stuff yeah. like that and people have, like, really been vocal. You know, I'm not into, like, the fighting, but I definitely love following the people who educate – on things in a, in a non divisive way. And I think that, you know, I think these things that happen like Pride Month, Black History Month, Mental Health Awareness Month, I just think that all of those things help people understand people a little bit better. Cause how many, like there are people who've never left their hometown. And if their hometown is, you know, all white or all Latin, whatever, even if it's, if their hometown is all black, you know, if their hometown is all black, Baptist, and no one's allowed to be gay, that, that you know, I don't want to make it all about white people. I'm like, there are towns like that where yep. they're just like, oh, my gosh, like, such and such is gay. Or like, you know, we, we have friends where their parents sent them away to try to get conversion therapy to really mentally change their brain yeah to get them therapy to change their brain to help them understand that gay is wrong like they you know and and a lot of it happens i've read an article once and there was a man who lives in utah and he's a part of the mormon religion and he had to go away to conversion therapy and at this conversion therapy there are all men and you're sending all these men who are saying they're gay to pray away the gay. And one of the things they do is they sit these men in a circle and then they sit the other man in the between the legs of the man. There's an inner circle. I'm like, yo. This is your way of like praying away to gay, like putting the boy's booty up against the like. Come on, like let's get let's get it for real. Like let's talk about like what like for real for real, you know. And I'm just it's just so crazy to me. So yeah, it's uh, I know I just went way far. You left did, there. and you know what? I'm gonna go way far right because you
0: know if you know me, you love a game show. So I have some questions. We had a game show at our wedding for my husband just some fun um pride generated questions Mm -hmm. just to kind of be all over the shop so are you ready
1: i don't know if you get some of these well what do i get if i get why do i win because if a game show wins a prize you're going to give me some money oh i'll give you a prize No, no 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 i'll give you a prize i actually want money though like I Oh, want... I'll give you money. No, 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 no. I want to win money. I actually I'll give you a quarter. No, 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 no. I like usually people are like, oh my God, I just want a nice just date. Just like that. They're like, oh my God, I just want a nice date. Or I want a kiss or I just want you to love me or, no. I want my fucking money. Okay, like perfect. I literally want if, to win some money. And I'm get... not talking about quarters and nickels. I'm Fine. talking about nothing less than hundred dollar bills. If if you Benjamin's, get Benjamin's
0: bitch. If you get Every question you get right, you get... $100 $100 that is applied to a trip to Austin, No, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. no. Because I got outfits. I need outfits. I want – this is my money. Don't see – see Your money. You're trying to apply this game show to an experience. I want to win money as if I was on a game show, and I do whatever I want with this money. First of all, you'll have to change that tone. I knew he was going to tell me to change my tone. As the host
0: of this show today, I don't believe that because of listen.
1: I wouldn't come on a game show where somebody paid me with a high five. I want money. How Fine. many people out there want money? Put in the comments, if you're watching this right. on YouTube, put in the comments, money, honey. Let's go. I'll pay you 100 bucks. Fine. Cute Nini Leak song. Mm. Get this. My All right, question back. number one. Okay, $100. I'm keeping tabs on my money. Do
0: we have a sound effects from? Uh, can we get uh, sound effects when hair,
1: hair, aka Steve, aka Lark Media, aka my friend that I was talking about a little bit ago, who can knows do this? so much about baseball? Um,
0: <laughs> uh, we're gonna need some sound effects here, and if you don't, you're fired. Okay. Period. Okay. Question one. Oh my god, I hope I some money. <laughs> what event is widely seen as marking the beginning of the modern gay rights movement? Uh didn't it involve Harvey Milk? Well, uh I'm if just... you're if you're asking that right now and I'm not even giving you the selections, then you
1: It was in San Francisco. How about if I
0: give you the A, B, C, and D? Okay.
1: Yeah, don't be
0: an asshole. I'm just trying
1: <laughs> to help my contestant win
0: some fucking money because oh, good. he is... Wah,
1: wah. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead.
0: Is it A, the AIDS crisis? Let mm. me restate the question. No,
1: later. I heard the question. I heard the question. Okay, what's the question? Just which which event marked the beginning of the gay rights, rights movement. movement? A, the AIDS crisis. Ah.
0: <gasps> okay. B, the first Gay Liberation Day. Mm-hmm. Or C, the Stonewall Riots? C.
1: That's correct. I know I got $100. However,
0: a had I, I taken go- his first response, he would not be getting $100. Yeah, but I didn't know I'm, I was showing I'm up a for nice a game
1: dad. show, so I didn't even have time to study.
0: Remember, don't talk over the host. It is my show. Okay. So, question number two. Mm-hmm. What city held the first gay pride parade? Is it A, Chicago, B, New York, or C, San Francisco? San Francisco. That's incorrect.
1: The Chicago? answer
0: is Chicago. Ah! We got While the Christopher Street Gay Liberation Day March in New York City is widely considered to be the first gay pride parade, it actually occurred one day after the See, Chicago a, a trick held question. its first march, which technically makes Chicago the birthplace of gay pride. Trick question. I, I should win $50. You ain't getting shit. Okay. Number three. <laughs> the original pride flag was created in 1978. It included... Two colors that are no longer appearing on the flag today. Hmm. What colors were they? Were they pink and turquoise?
1: Were they Let me guess? Yes. They're not there today.
0: They're not there today.
1: It's kind of tough because there's so there are other flags now that have
0: Tell me two colors you think that were on the flag that weren't there.
1: Are that aren't there anymore? On just the, the pride
0: flag, or like the pride, the no, trans? no, just the pride flag that you see right now, two
1: colors. I'll give you one. Was pink one of them? Um, pink is yes. Okay, I know pink was. I'm pretty sure pink was one of them. That is the answer is correct. The other one, purple. No purples on there. Well, it's considered violet. Violet, but
0: we'll give you another shot. Because there there was an inclusive flag later on um, that inc- that included... Brown. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Okay.
0: I'll give that to $200, you.
1: $200, bitches. I'm going to have a good outfit for
0: Austin Haney. So pink, <laughs> each color of the rainbow flag, it uh, si- signifies something. Pink stood for sex. Turquoise stood for magic and art. And indigo stood for serenity. On the old
1: gay flag. Mm, so they took the sex off. The,
0: the rainbow flag is six colors. Red, orange, yellow, green, royal blue, and
1: violet. So you can go to Shanti Apparel right now and purchase our apparel line. Perfect. Our gay pride. Question number four. Okay. What does LGBTQIA stand for? Lesbian. Gay. Lgb, Bi. T. Trans. Q. Queer. I. Enter something? Enter, yes. Wait, enter. Sex. Intersex. What? Intersexual? Intersex. Intersex. A. Asexual?
0: That is correct. Thank you. I got $300! <laughs> So just for people who, under, who want to know more, L is lesbian, G is gay, B is bisexual, T is transgender, Q is an umbrella term for non-straight people or someone that does not fall into the LGBTQ kind of monikers. Um, it says, and then I, intersex, refers to those whose sex is not clearly defined because of genetic, hormonal, or biological difference. And A, asexual, describes those who don't experience sexual attraction. Okay. Question number five. Who was the first... Me! Close. Go ahead. Who was the first openly gay elected official in the United States? Was it A, Brenda Howard, B, Harvey Milk, or C, Barney Frank? I would say Harvey Milk.
1: I would say that's correct. brenda got me tricked up though
0: i thought i'd thrown a little brenda she brenda <laughs> howard is actually the mom the the mom of all gay pride she's a bisexual woman who they labeled oh as that's the, great i think she's the mom i'd have to do a quick search um but it was uh she's the mom of gay pride
1: I think maybe i need to in 10 years, I can be the daddy of all gay pride.
0: Oh, yes. Daddy, <laughs> yes. Okay, question number six. Okay. Who was the first sitting U.S. president that officially recognized Pride Month? Was it mm-hmm. Barack Obama? Mm-hmm. Was it George W. Bush? Or was it Bill Clinton?
1: Ooh, I would have to go Barack Obama.
0: That is incorrect. Was it
1: George? I mean, was it Bill?
0: George, definitely no. I'm saying Bill. It was Bill Clinton. So on June 11th, 1999, (laughs) Bill Clinton, um, President Clinton issued Proclamation 7203 officially recognizing June as Gay Pride Month. George W. Bush did not recognize Pride Month during his eight years in office. However, Barack Obama, President Obama, picked it back up and recognized it during both terms question seven
1: i was even even thinking about the second george i was thinking about the first george oh that's why i was like it definitely wasn't him yeah question number seven which country was the first to lawfully establish
0: same-sex marriage what country what country was it a france b ireland or c the netherlands the netherlands that is correct Seven questions? That was seven questions. I got- we have, we have um, three more. Oh, go. Cool. I got $500 so far, I think. Question eight. When was the first time I felt included mm. by seeing something that I felt included as a human?
1: Seeing something on TV? I think that to feel included, because I've always felt like a human... But to feel included was when I was in New York City, I was 13 years old Mm. and I walked around the corner and I saw two guys kissing for the first time and I literally almost threw up. Now, I know that sounds like really crazy, but you have to understand my first time French kissing a guy was being molested, right? By Mm. like an older man. So that to me was, it was kind of like a very repulsive feeling in my mouth. And I just was like, oh my gosh, that's gross. But the flip of the flip side of that you know even knowing that i was gay at that that age felt like wow like there are other people out there like that and i really believe my aunt didn't know i was sexually abused but i really believe that she took us to new york to really open up our minds to different mm-hmm. kinds of people because what i explained earlier about if there's a Black community where everyone's Baptist and no one's gay or no one's out. Like, that was my community. You know what I mean? Even though my mom was accepting, I I know she had a friend that was gay, but it was just not, that. So people didn't think that way. So that was the first time where I was like, yes, bitch, when I get old, I'm going to be walking these motherfucking streets. <laughs> Just
0: tongue people left and right. Just tongue guys all over the city of New York.
1: Definitely have done that.
0: All right. I uh, haven't done that. Hey, I have not done that. I have hey, not done that. Hey. <laughs> Question number nine. Name one person who doesn't get enough credit for their LGBTQ activism.
1: I mean, I think that I can't name a person that doesn't give enough credit because I think with the world of social media, you yeah. you actually get to see um, what people do. I will say, if you would have asked me this question years ago when the show uh, Prison Break was on, and I had no idea that Wentworth Miller was gay, mm-hmm. and he was just such this iconic symbol with the tattoos, and then later... I don't know if it was this this the show was over or whenever when it when I found out that he was gay I was like wow like it really it really was I think a lot of times when people don't necessarily come out as gay, you know, or just super openly gay or they're playing a straight character and people love them, I think it gives a lot of people hope to be like, "Oh, like it's it's just like a different type of a different way of thinking because I think, you know, with Will and Grace being mm-hmm. out and and MTV especially from when I was younger, you know, all gay people were only represented in one way. You know, they were only, a lot of times they were represented as like, this is the stereotypical gay guy. Yeah. Whom I love, by the way. I don't think, I love my, my gays, you know what I'm saying? So, but... And I think that a lot of the kids that got teased were like the feminine gays because they didn't know like there was a such thing as butch queens, honey, (laughs) you know? So like the butch, more butch guys out there. And so I think he kind of like opened up for a lot of people who love prison break and like all these people that were like, yeah, prison break. That's like, oh wow, not every gay person is one way. We are like literally on the scale of, you know, anywhere from like flamboyant and flashy and and super fun in that way to just you know just a guy that just seems like a regular guy that you have no idea that he has any feminine qualities. But you know, also Feminate, this... not even feminine, just likes to be with guys. Yeah, but, it but I'm saying, but I'm saying feminine, feminine qualities because that's what was that's assumed. what was assumed before. Yeah. But I also know there are some straight guys out there that are super feminine but they're straight and you know and they probably are like I always get you know people think, looked at people thinking that I'm gay it's just the way that I am it's just the way that I act
0: Yeah. alright question number 10 we have two more questions these should be relatively quick what is a LGBTQ story I'd love to see in a movie I
1: know my answer for this you answer because I don't really have one
0: I would love to see a gay superhero in tights <laughs> Like a full-on legitimate like superhero story.
1: What'd you be called? Happy Man. (laughs) Wow, Happy Man. Because gay means happy. Oh, instead of Gay Man, Happy Man. That that. just got
0: cut uh, at the executive boardroom door. Like that didn't even get in to see the execs. You just got okay. We'll call it Happy Man. All right, last question. Finally. You, you don't even know what number you're at. I'm at 11. You're no, meaning that how much 10. money? How much money are you at? Well, 500 bucks. I'm at
1: 2000.
0: Okay. Are you ready? Mhm. <laughs> 2000. Yeah, thank you, Alex. <laughs> All right, your final question. I double my pay on that one question. Uh, final question. Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, how gay are you?
1: I'm for me, without comparing myself to what other people's gay is, I'm a motherfucking 10, bitch. I'm gay as fuck. And I'm living, and I'm, you know, there, that is just who I am, you know? But someone out there listening can say, like, oh, no, you're not because you're not this. Or, yes, you are. But for me, I'm, I'm gay. And so I'm a level 10. I own it. I claim it. I feel like if I was a nine, I would be like, oh my God, like there's a little there small part of me that's not gay. No, bitch, I'm gay. I like having sex with men and it is what it is, but it doesn't make me any different than another human being.
0: Thank you for joining our show this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed your conversation with this one. That's all I got today, people. You
1: have to say the... Famous line of this podcast.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Alex Calario and Steven no, I'm just
1: kidding <laughs> Well that too, but that's not what I was talking the about. The voice
0: of our podcast and the amazing producers are Alex and Steve. We love them very much. And Todd. And Todd. I forgot about bro balls. I'm sorry, bro balls. Anyway, um, thank you for joining. Make sure you follow and like our podcast on all platforms. And make sure you follow Trust Believe Pod, Trust and Believe Pod, I believe, on, on Instagram. On Instagram. You can also follow Alex and Steve and Sean and me if you want to. <laughs> That's just purely a plug. And for those,
1: oh my gosh, what? I got to get to the barbershop. Like you got to. One of my, I trust and believe in who you are. That's. I was going to say, do I need to get Sander to come no. do the final line? Because when I say with this pop, I say on his podcast, he podcast he, he knows. He Says
0: and we love you very much. Thank you for joining us today. Just remember to trust and believe in who. you